गाइस एंड वेलकम बैक टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ रॉन्ग वंस सो इंडिया हैज फाइनली क्वालिफाइड फॉर द वर्ल्ड टेस्ट चैंपियनशिप फाइनल्स दे हैव बीटन इंग्लैंड 3-1 द सरप्राइज इन दैट इज द फैक्ट दैट इंग्लैंड एक्चुअली वन अ टेस्ट मैच बट yeah we'll talk about that and other things on this podcast so uh, obviously there's noor and there's kabir uh, and we're going to be talking about the whole series uh, and uh, what what worked what didn't work uh, which curator should be fired and um, whether the pitches were up to the mark or it's just the england whinging uh, which they usually do when they don't win a test match and things don't go their way so uh, we're going to try and mix it up this time we're not going to go through every test match because um, it kind of gets boring and um, it's kind of, it's kind of repetitive about the things we say so let's try and just talk about some of the big themes about this test series and um, what we thought and uh, what our two cents are on these on these major issues you know surrounding especially the pitch so let's go first since i brought it up let's talk about the pitch the pitches actually through this test series noor what do you think uh, were there any problems were any of the pitches good were any of them really bad uh, was it just england being england and can not being able to take a loss or was there some truth to what they were saying i mean okay i think the the biggest pitch was the third test match in amdabad right that was the that was the big hoo ha because no one was making runs i mean you could defend the chennai pitch because ashwin made 100 you can defend the amdabad four test match pitch because you know rishabh uh, made 100 but to me it's like you have to be able to play spin then that goes to indian batsmen as well you have to be able to play spin regardless of what the surface is i mean how much like was it the most like the best surface we could have produced no but then again like who determines what the best surface is like if for example if we went to england or if we go to new zealand or we go to australia india goes and then we complain about oh there's too much grass it's too much grass too much swing too much too much too much bounce we can play this is unfair these are the rules what are we going to do the ball swinging everywhere can you imagine they'll be like learn how to play the game of cricket and what's the point like so like learn how to play spin like virat kohli learned how to play the swinging ball after that horrible england test series he had he learned just get better you're not good enough and the reason you're not good enough is because you don't have good enough spinners in your domestic system so like your batsmen don't play against them get better stop complaining and get over this little like i don't know just get over it that's my opinion noor coming out all guns blazing or coming out swinging and kabir yeah. what do you think are you with noor or are you supporting michael vaughn where where you what going? do you think ahan who do you think i side with noor or michael vaughn going by historical data i th- i think noor i think noor is the yeah, i think noor i, is think the I stand completely with completely with noor i think um yeah i mean I think the Ahmedabad pitch was bad. That's the first on the, on the in the third test. I think it was bad. I think it was good for test cricket. I mean, okay, no, that's not really true. Was it good for test cricket in that we got a really exciting short test match? Yes, that was good. Was it a fair test of the abilities of the players? Maybe not because it kind of became a lottery, right? Yeah, obviously, India, the Indian spinners are better, but. it's kind of one of those things where if you break if you may if you level the the playing field to the level to the extent that every like everything you bowl is a lottery then it doesn't really matter if dom bass is bowling or or if jamal ashwin is bowling right on pitches like that um i think so that's kind of because dom bass can't bounce the ball in respect of the pitch you put in front of him 
that's also true. You have to first make take advantage of the pitch by landing the ball. Um, exactly. So to that, like, that's kind of what you got to weigh up. Um, I think it was an exciting test match that uh, that third test, which is you know, in contrast, that first test match I don't think was particularly exciting. Um, the having to watch in England bat for two days was particularly painful. Um, but uh, I thought Root's innings was probably the innings of the act. Ah, that's not true. That's completely untrue. Rishabh Pant's was. But anyway, um, Root batted incredibly in that first test. Um, so kudos to him. Um, I think obviously went downhill from there. Uh, and that Chennai pitch was a bit, I don't know, just boring, I guess. Not something that we're used to seeing in India that, that often. Um, and then the rest, of the, the rest of the series, the pitches look absolutely fine, as, as you'd expect in, in India. Yeah, I think um, actually, I think the, this was just typical uh, English behavior because in the first game, I didn't think the pitch was great. I mean, it was it was way too flat for the first two days, but no one cried because Root was calling a double hundred. Uh, and then when the, and it was flat, nobody nobody yeah, cries it was flat. Yeah, and when the conditions didn't favor them and they favored India, then uh, it became all about the pitch. But I do think it was not a good advertisement for, uh, advertisement for Test cricket because it was uh, no Test match will be finishing in two days and it was not a five day pitch, which it should have been, but. I guess uh, each test is it's called test cricket for a reason. It's supposed to test different abilities. You know, you... And, Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah, go on. But like you say, it was in a pitch for five days, but like we were like 90 odd for three or weren't we? I agree. At but, one point, yeah. Yeah, I fine, agree. But, but it, it was a sort of a lottery. Like, I mean, there was always a ball with your name on it that was going to come. Like, even as well as you... It's the kind of pitch where you have to uh, resort to attacking rather than trusting your defense. I mean, you can try as hard as you want to trust your defense, but at the end of the day, there'll be one that pitches on off and, uh, pitches on middle and turns past, takes your edge, and then you can't really do anything about it. So, I mean, it's fine. I'm, I'm all for it if it's like one in 15, 20 test matches are like that, but not like every second or third test match. Yeah. My, my worry with that pitch is, as well was that it was more inconsistent. Uh, we saw in the Nagpur pitch when South Africa toured, that wasn't inconsistent. Yes, it was up and down in terms of like in terms of the, the bounce. Uh, so the bounce was inconsistent. The spin wasn't inconsistent. Every time it was turning square. Um, and uh, so kind of what, once you got behind the ball and we saw what Amla and uh, De Villiers were able to do in that series, um, they were able to you know, salvage uh, redemption in a way. Um, so in that sense, you know, yeah, I don't know. I guess we're comparing two not, not ideal pitches, but... Um, yeah, both teams. Again, that's one thing that you can consider as well. Both teams are playing on the same, on on, on the same dance floor. Yeah. And, um, Fair enough. Anyway, going to come enough, up. Enough pitch talk. Now we're starting to sound a bit like the English, uh, which we shouldn't be doing. <laughs> well, just one more thing on the pitch. Sorry, I, I apologize. Okay. But one more thing on the pitch. It's it is something to note. I think I don't know if it adds anything to this conversation, but it's something to note that when Australia toured last time, um, they complained about every single pitch in private. They didn't say anything in public, but they've complained about every single pitch in public. No, but the English players Even, haven't said anything in public. Yeah. They yeah, no, but they complained to the match referee. Like, officially came, complained to the match referee in private. Um, not that that, came, that anything came of it, but it's just something to note that, like, this is a common occurrence when teams tour countries and they complain about the pitch. I don't know if India does it, because, again, it could be in private, right? And the, you know, in uh, our players are quite private about stuff like that. So, you know, we'll see. I, I'm not sure about you know what that anyway, adds, but I'm just giving some. Yeah, let's let's move on from the pitch uh, and move on to some performances because those are the highlights at the end of the day of the, of the series. Uh, and I think 
there's three main sections uh, we can split this conversation into. So first, let's talk about we'll we'll save our favorite one for the last. But let's start with uh, the the spin duo. I mean, actually, I just wanted to say Delhi Capitals because I I saw this stat ah. today that basically said that the last five tests India has won in the last two series, all the man the matches have been Delhi Capitals players. I mean, if you talk about good omens, uh, it seems like it's, that bodes it, well. Yeah, it seems like it's going the right way. But let's go with the spin. Well, actually, does it bode well? Bode well because it's Test cricket and it's T Twenty cricket, so anyway, I mean, it just seems that good form. form yeah, let's okay. let's go to let's go to the uh, spin twins. Uh, more specifically, Ashwin Aksar, and we can throw a little bit of Washington Sundar in there because why not? So and not so, Kuldeep Yadav, unfortunately. I mean, I think he's fallen way down the pecking order now, but. Yeah. Kabir, what are your views, man? Aksar Patel. No one believed it. No one thought it would happen. No one thought he'd do that. I Wait, I so yeah, said Aksar Patel was going to have a good series. You guys just don't listen to me. No, we do. Oh, well, by the way, on that note, happy uh, Women's Day to everyone watching. Happy this. International Women's Day. Thank you. Um, anyway. Everyone should listen to Noor particularly hard today. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway. But so, again, I'm anyway predicting a few things right these days. So listen yeah, to exactly. me anyway. Yeah, but so, I told you that Aksar Patel would have a good because he he just bowls so quickly and that's what he need to do in India. Fair enough. Good. I think he's impossible to play. I mean, I th- I thought he was just unplayable. He played um, like a proper B Tech Jadeja in this in the in this tour. Like it was literally like Jadeja. Was it a B Tech Jadeja? I don't even know if it was B Tech Jadeja. I think it was, was a B Tech. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. But like you you didn't feel like you were missing Jadeja at all. He was he bowled basically. No, like, not at all. And that's the no. interesting thing when Jadeja comes back. How do you frame your three? Because they, they, I according to me, I thought they, I th- according to me, they'll drop Sundar and bring Jadeja straight in, and then because Jadeja compensates for Sundar's batting and gives you better bowling. But I know a lot of people who believe that um, you don't need that extra. Your third spinner doesn't need to be a proper spinner, and you might as well bring Jadeja in for uh, Aksar so that you have then you you improve your batting and Sundar can carry on playing as a third spinner yeah. but i don't know let's yeah we don't need to okay considering we're going to tour england next you don't need a third spinner no no i'm talking about yeah. in india in the future yeah well, are we going to talk about sundar's batting eventually though is yeah, that we, can talk about that we will get should we get to that you know let's just talk about the bowling first i think yeah. all right i think that like obviously the spinners were, i mean ashwin and akshar were unbelievable right um but i think something that we should also take note of is how good Mohammad Siraj was uh, playing his so, first test in India. Um, he was unbelievable, I thought, on some pretty benign pitches. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What, I don't know if you got you guys have anything to add to that. Yeah, I mean, no, I, he was good, but uh, to be very honest, I, I don't think the Seamers had much to do. Uh, they were just they were they were for most of the series they were just like side pieces. Uh, yeah. And it was basically Ashwin doing Ashwin things at India in India. I think that's like his ninth man of the series performance or something, which pretty pretty. Yeah. I think it's third all time. I think it's highest in Indian cricket. I think next best is Sachin with five or something. So it just shows you uh, yeah. the, the difference. And he passed 400 wickets as well. So shout out to Ravi Ashwin. Yeah. And he got a century. And Ishan Sharma passed 300. And 100 Test yeah. matches. That's true. Yeah. So I think our bowling was pretty. It was quite funny because the first Test match. I think at one point their first innings was as many runs as the next four or something or the next three and a half or something mm-hmm. like that, which was quite funny because uh, as soon as the pitches started spinning, the English kind of looked like deer in headlights. They just didn't know what the hell was going on. Uh, it's kind of like Kabir when he faces my bowling, just doesn't know what ha- what's happening once the ball pitches. 
yeah. Usually the oh. ball ends up in the park behind your house. So that's not true. But um, anyway, even I didn't hit your ball. You just uh, said you I haven't picked. You just said you haven't picked up a cricket exactly. bat. Exactly. I I I already know how bad a bowler you are. Based, this is this is unnecessary that. hate for no reason. Anyway, let's move on from the bowling because the bowling was pretty business as usual. It did what it had to do, and took the wickets on spinning tracks, uh, which which we expect our team to do. Anyway, moving on to the more exciting stuff. So I, I I'm splitting this into two sections. Yeah, one is the old guard, and the second is new India. We start with old. That right. We start. We we'll start with the uh-huh. old guard. Yeah? I think you should start with your spicy takes on the uh, on our Indian batting. Particularly the old guard. I think uh, you've got some interesting opinions there. I think we can get into that. Uh, but uh, the old guard, I think from the old guard, it's fair to say the only one who had a good series is Rohit Sharma. As much as uh, we love to not like him on this show, uh, I and love Rohit Sharma. Do love him, but Kabir and I have had some controversial opinions about Rohit Sharma. You guys Sharma's like him in India, also. You guys love him in yeah. India. I mean, he is Bradman in India. Yeah, but he's I mean, uh, he's um, not. I'm I'm scared for him away, but we can we have to admit that there were some pretty high class knocks, uh, in that series, especially the one in Chennai first innings of the second test. It probably changed the momentum our way, and he was by far and away the best of our old guard. Uh, not the same can be said about the two other men, uh, and the captain in the team. The captain, I mean, it's Virat Kohli. He'll come back to form eventually. Hopefully, we can live in hope because without him, England is going to be a shit show. Um, so, but I think okay, here's the hot takes since Kabir wanted to hear it. I think Ajinkya Rahane. I think Ajinkya Rahane's race is run. He scores one in ten innings, one innings a series. Even in in Australia, people will say he won us one game. He shifted the momentum. But at the end of the day, that was one in eight innings that he actually scored runs, one hundred and twelve. And then even in this series, he scored one innings, which was the sixty-eight he scored. Yes, it was a crucial partnership with Rohit, but it was one innings. You can't have your number five scoring one innings in a Test match. That's just not okay. You need you need him to score quickly, and I think. given the plethora of talent we have these days in indian cricket like i was trying to make a parallel 11s we don't need to carry passengers in this team and if we want to match steve was australia or clive lloyd's west indies we need to make some pretty harsh ruthless decisions and i think ajinkya rahane uh, either needs to start becoming more consistent in in england or i think he needs to be uh, some harsh call need to be taken I, even though i know kohli loves calling him the impact player it is what it is I want him to play the the World Test Championship final. I don't I mean, want yeah, him to change. That's the next test match. He has to play that. And I don't yeah, want yeah. him to. I want him to play the England series as well. Yeah, but then after that we can see. I think because yeah. you know why? Because I think like I don't know about you guys, and I'm maybe going to like New India right now. But like I We're think Washington. We're all thinking this. We're all thinking this. Washington good enough to bat in the top six. Yeah, I was gonna say Washington so number five. He's like he's like he's like. At the start of Steve Smith's career, he batted like eight or something and was an off spinner. Like he was a know? leggy. Leggy, sorry. If we leggy. get Washi at number five, we can play three spinners away as well. Like Washi is the third spinner and three quicks. Washi at number five. Do you remember he was an opening batsman, right? Yeah. yeah I, I don't think he. You know, I. I mean, he can open. He's probably. No, no, I don't think he can open. Okay, technique. He can't open test cricket. I was just putting. He's got technique better than most of our team, uh, but. I still, I think five is a serious shout. Like I think at a long term, Washi is a number five. He's a batsman more more than a bowler, at least in Test matches. Well, I think the second innings of the last game he bowled badly. So I think like his skill is batting. Like that's what he needs to focus on. It's like, yeah. It's, but it's like I guess it's weird for him because like 
in test cricket i think he needs to be a batsman predominantly but in like the shorter formats he needs to be that all-rounder so he needs to figure it out i think washi yeah. at number five gives you the option to play pandya and still have forced three other seamers and, and jadeja or ashwin yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think he, something we lack and have lacked for the last five years pretty much since well yeah we had rhino for a bit we had like Rohit played a little bit when since we lost Yuvraj, basically we haven't had a top six batsman. Kedar Jadav. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Vijay uh, Shankar. Oh, Mr. Three D. Sure, if you want to count that. Um, but yeah, we haven't had top six batsman who can who can bowl a bit. So maybe that is the future direction we'll go into. Um, yeah, I mean, God, his batting is is bloody good, right? Uh, he's, I was so, so, so... Anyway, one second, first second, one second, one second, one second. We're supposed to be talking about the old guard here. Can we first talk about that, then we'll move anyway, on? Okay, right, refocus. Refocus, fair enough. Um, I don't have that much to say on them. Like, I just I, think it's just a, like, in re- in relation to the to the averages this this series, they didn't do that badly. Like, come uh, on, they don't played worry. on tough pitches. John Allen scored 102 years, like 30-something innings. Virat, across format, hasn't scored 137 innings. Um, Rahane scores one a series. Come on, that's bro. We need if you. Oh, you has Kohli really not scored 137 innings across formats? Yeah. Yeah, across formats. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Last year. Jesus. I think okay. I think that first okay. time in a series that Kohli has got two ducks in a test series at home. Yeah, it's okay. He gets another. He, get, he gets a sneaky amount of ducks actually, Kohli. Yeah. In test cricket, particularly. But I think, you know, I think, I think there is like this like baggage of like three, four and five, I mean, you know, three, four, five there. I think that it's definitely developing. I think the first one to get cut off it is... It's a developing situation. Yeah, it's a developing situation. I don't think, okay, because look at how Pajara batted. Would you say that even though Pajara didn't make a century in Australia that he wasn't good? No, obviously not. I have a controversial opinion on Pajara as well, but... Okay. Goodness. Well, I love controversial opinions. Please. Pujara is a brilliant player in your team to have on a day five pitch when you're batting to save or would try and win a test match like he did at Gaba and Sydney. But I think in the first innings at home, unless because like if you look at the last test match, Pujara and Rohit batted in that session in the morning for the one hour and they scored 15 or 20 runs in 15 or 16 overs. That completely didn't did not move the game. So when Pujara got out at 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 drinks and then Kohli went immediately after that, instead of being 70, 80 for three, you were 40 for three. And that meant if you lost another wicket immediately, you were 40 for four, trailing on a 205 run score. So I think unless Pujara starts at home at least in if you start about his strike rate again. I'm gonna yeah, start. that's what I it's was. It's not saying. about his strike rate. It's about the role that he plays. If he wants to play that role that he plays, I feel like he should open for India because, especially when what? he huh? England, especially what? in England, the role, the the point is that you need to pressure the new ball. And I think his kind of role is very good to blunt the new ball. And if you want to use him as that as that role, but when you're playing in India, like I just said, if he comes and bats twenty ball uh, and bats like hundred balls for five runs and and then or eighty balls and gets out like he did uh, in that last game. Uh, it doesn't move the game forward, so he needs to slightly tweak his game. At least when he's playing at home in the first innings or the uh, first or like first two innings of a test match, not the last one. That's fine. He can carry on his game, but he needs to slightly tweak it. Obviously, he he should still continue his team. I'm just saying that he needs to tweak his game slightly when he's playing at home. 
Han, it's, that's the criticism uh, everyone has of him. Okay, if he gets out, then he's a failure. If he doesn't get out, he's a success. Like, you started your conversation, you started your point by saying, um, yeah, he's great when we win or we draw. And then we lose. Also, he's great at, in day five situations. So he's great in difficult situations when we yeah. win and we draw. I mean... Yes, but all I'm saying is, like, he needs to slightly tweak his game in the, in the other situations because he can't bat the same way in all situations. But, you know, you say that, but, like, look at the people that surround him in the team. Yeah. Like, like I don't think he needs to do it because there are, like, our openers, both of the ones we're playing, and we'll get to the newer one right now, they're both, they both like hitting the ball. They both score runs positively. Virat Kohli, when he's in great touch, scores runs positively. Like, okay, Rahane is a little slower, but then we have Rishabh Pant, uh, you know, after him, after Pajara. So, like, I don't think we need another... We, I, I actually like the fact because Pajara exhausts bowlers. That's yeah. his role in the team. He ties them out so that they don't have anything to yeah. bowl. Yeah, I, I love Pajara. Just give me a second. Just, yeah. just let me add to that because I think that it's not Pajara's fault that Kohli or Rahane or somebody else aren't making runs. It's in the past, Pujara has not made runs or made runs that hasn't affected Kohli's batting, that hasn't affected Rahane's batting. Like these guys have still succeeded with Pujara and team in the past. It's not suddenly just because he, because he's batting the same way that it's now that that, that it's now his fault that uh, Kohli or, or Rahane or anybody else isn't making. I runs. just wish I just wish like Pujara like you look at okay, look at New Zealand right they've got Williamson at three, is he at three or four? He's a three, I think. Three, yeah. Three, four. So, he has the ability to dead bat it in situations. But he also knows that when he's, like, let's play, say, batting first innings at home, he will still look to score runs. Like, he's not, not going to sc- Like, I just feel like, like, if you look at the last innings that Pujara played in the in this series, he got zero runs of the Quakes in, like, some 40 balls or 50 balls. And all his runs were off leech. And I think at home... Uh, when you're playing, I can understand his approach away still because we're a bit susceptible when we bad away. But I feel at home we're supposed we're a dominant team, and I feel he in the when he's batting in the first innings or the second innings of a test match, he needs to tweak his game slightly, maybe slightly get it slightly more in terms of trying to score runs. But I get your point anyway. Pajara okay, is a bit like Cook; he's just a little bit limited, so he he takes advantage where he can, but. A lot of the time, he doesn't. He just kind of like yeah, but splitters Cook out. Yeah, the toughest position in cricket. Opening in England. Pujara is not opening in England. Yeah, bat three. Like, half the time with... Yeah, with, but batting at three in with. India is not as tough as opening in England. Fair enough. Fair enough. Still. He still bats, he still bats in the top order, right? He's a limited player. Then he makes a lot of runs. I think, isn't that just what Cook was? I hope, I hope... Okay, so the thing is, we need hundreds soon. So, he needs just him and... Kohli need to start scoring hundreds because they haven't. They've taken 30, 30 innings each and not scored hundreds in a, in a while. Anyway, we'll see. Anyway, moving on to uh, more positive topics, uh, from the old guard to new India, which apparently is a new term that everyone loves brandishing about. Anyone under the age of twenty six, I think, is, is the age is new India, which includes us apparently. So, it is what it I'm is. I'm honored, and apparently we are we are we are, listed, we are listed in the same bracket as Rishabh Pant and uh, Washington Sundar. Well, him and I are quite similar. Yeah, yeah. one left-handed wicketkeeper batsman. One hits coming, the other gets out to me. From Delhi? Left-handed wicketkeeper batsman from Delhi? Yeah, but one is hitting comments, the other is not. Yeah, we find a lot of um, 
uh, correlations with Rishabh. He lives in Vasantpur. I live in Vasantpur. Yeah, there you go. No, you should be giving your address away. Yeah, come on. I never. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. How do we want to start this? Let's first talk about Rishabh Pant, yeah, because I mean that's that's this podcast should just be renamed the Rishabh Pant special. This is a Rishabh Pant stand podcast. Yeah, let's yeah. move to Rishabh Pant, and we have been oh, talking about for months about how Rishabh Pant needs to be everywhere. I mean, he needs to be in all the squads. This that. Finally, the Indian world knows that we always talk the truth. Rishabh Pant is the current king of Indian cricket. He has carried his team on his back for the last. Two series. He has scored the highest number of runs for any Indian in 2021. He averages some insane 50 in the series, 60 overall, I think, over the two series. It's pretty insane some of his numbers. Uh, and I think um, what was more beneficial, I mean, what what like what is better best to see was the fact that his wicket keeping has improved. Because like, you know, all the time we get uh, every time we try and defend Pan, we keep getting shit. Oh, but Saha is such a better keeper. Saha is a much better keeper. He can take catches, stumpings. Pan pulled out some pretty sexy stumpings in this series. So. Well, they were a little bit messy, a little bit messy, but he got the job done. Yeah, Kabir, what do you have to say about Rishabh Pant? As a wicketkeeper, as a wicketkeeper, and batsman, as a batsman, as a human being. Um, no, as I just think he's great. As a <laughs> as a deity, um, overall, just yeah, I mean, wonderful. Um, the amount of joy I get from watching Rishabh Pant batting. Is the ball reverse sweep, Jimmy Anderson yeah. over yeah. Smith? What goes through your mind? That's insanity. Yeah, yeah. especially since like on the verge of getting a hundred, essentially. Um, After having yeah. missed three in the last two months. Exactly. I mean, the guy has balls of steel. Um, I don't know, man. Like, what? Wow, he just—it was just unbelievable. Uh, the batting was really, really unbelievable. Um, The keeping has gone up leaps and bounds. Um, he's moving better. Um, he's more consistent. Um, and yeah, I, mean, I guess we said not toot our own horns, but you know, you just give him some time, and he's going to get better at keeping. That's kind of just what happens with keeping. Um, you just need a lot of practice out there. Um, Dhoni was the same. Dhoni wasn't a great keeper when he started. He got better and better and better until he was probably the best keeper standing up to the stumps, maybe in the history of the world. Um, but anyway, that's neither here, here nor there. Um, yeah, we need yeah, to thank we need to thank Ravi Shastri and Virat Kohli because uh, I mean we did we did uh, we did speak and preach about how Rishabh Pant is the future of Indian cricket, but they did have to tell him to lose weight and take the game a bit seriously, which seems to have worked yeah. out. Uh, which is yeah. a good thing. he took it the right way and he 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 grew from it rather than getting angry and pissy about it. So that's a good thing because yeah. I know. And, and, Some left-handed batsmen from India, uh, from Delhi, uh, who play in England and might be on this podcast, would get pissy. Someone told him that, um, so, so give him feedback similar to what Rishabh Pant got. What? Sean, um, I think. Well, uh, yeah, I, I was completely thrown off by that. <laughs> but what I was going to say was that um, I. I'm going to offer an apology because I do criticize a lot of what Mr. Shasti does, um, but I think what he did here with Rishabh, I guess, has you know worked out in the end. With um, I thought that him being benched and being in the squad for so long, not playing, and then kind of mix up his role. What is he doing? That was you know that was mixed mixed uh, messaging, and uh, didn't seem good for for his game. It didn't seem good for India to play you know play well. 
Um, but he somehow got through to him and, um, you know, they devised a way that works for them and as coach and, you know, player, whatever, you know, that full com- combination. And honestly, it's reap the rewards and it's freaking awesome. Yep. Rishabh Pant. Awesome. Noor, do you have anything to add on Rishabh Pant or should we move on to our next new India? He is my favorite player currently. I think, that's a, I think that's a common theme on this podcast. He is so good. I like, like he is, you know what I love? Like, I find it so funny that like people who like on the commentary are like call him like outrageous and like bold. And it's like, no, this kid is just playing like cricket for fun. Like he's going out there doing. I think the highlight. And that's brilliant about it. I think the highlight of Rishabh Pant in this whole in this whole series was the press conference, post-match presentation he gave to Harsha Bogle at the end, where Harsha Bogle told him about his talking behind the stumps, and he basically told Harsha Bogle, "It's not my fault. You guys have to improve your commentary." <laughs> that, that, that was that was just outrageous. I think it was it was brilliant. Can so, I can I just offer one more thing on Rishabh Pant? And if if there is anybody listening to this or watching this who knows anything about golf, he reminds me a lot, a lot about Jordan Spieth uh, of Jordan Spieth where he plays so well sometimes and it looks absolutely incredible when it comes all together but there are times when god it looks it looks awful some some of the keeping sometimes where he's like wrong footed and the catch goes you know the other way or uh he's dropping catches because he's his footwork's off or he's missing stumping because of stuff like that it looks bad and he obviously gets the criticism for it but god he's there are times when he's just genuinely like the best at what he does in the world um and yeah, I don't know. It's just a cooler comparison, perhaps. Yeah, well, I mean, thank God we're talking about Rishabh Pant's uh, being close to go- Jordan Speed's golfing abilities because the next person we're going to talk about from New India played this series like Kabir Sodi's golfing uh, abilities, and that is Shubman Gill. Uh, for anyone who's played golf with Kabir, knows uh, knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's it's not a pleasant sight at all. And uh, you can't really say Shubman Gill's batting was very pleasant in this series. It's always enjoyable, though. Yeah, yeah, that, it is enjoyable for the short time that it lasts um, in a good way. After, and once it goes downhill, it goes very downhill. It looks nice, but the results don't show it. There we go. That's Shubman Gill's batting this series in a line. Noor, what do you have to say about Shubman Gill? I think he just looked nervous. I think after like not performing the first test match, in the second and third, he just looked nervous. I remember there was like the first innings of um, test three in Ahmedabad when we had like like 30, 50, like 30, 35 minutes odd left to bat or something in day one after we got them all out. He just, he was so nervous. It felt like he just didn't know what to do when Jimmy Anderson was bowling. I think, I think, I think it just, I think it's a mental thing. I think it got to his head. I think his technique is good enough to play. I think you know he's he's a he's a good player. We saw him play against great you know great fast bowlers in Australia. I think just not doing well the first two games. I think that just got to him. He looked nervous more than anything else. He just wanted yep. to get off strike. But I think the only issue is the worst bowler you could uh, allow into your head as an Indian at this point in time is Jimmy Anderson when you're going to the going to England for five Test matches on his wickets on his patch. It, it could get pretty ugly if he doesn't sort it out before he goes to England. Well, we've seen I that think, it can get ugly and can get pretty good soon after that with uh, Mr. Uh, El Capitan. So, um, yeah, he, I think he, there's some insane start that he hasn't been uh, dismissed by Jimmy Anderson in seven years. Yeah. 
and he was dismissed. Con- I don't know if he was dismissed constantly by Jimmy Anderson in those uh, series. I can't remember exactly. But... It, was, uh, it was Bunny apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was that was that was Shubman Gill. I think I think he'll get better. He'll. Yeah. He'll get. Better. I think he's so young. He 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 just needs more time. The question is yeah. though, how much time do you give him in the score in the eleven? Because you did kind of drop Mayank Agarwal after two bad test matches. You give him. You give him as much as he needs because yep. he. But is that not unfair on Mayank Agarwal, who is? No, because Shubman does the future opener for India. Like yeah. Mayank's a little older. Like Shubman's like in his early twenties. Like that, you need to really, in my opinion, you need to like check, like you need to really just protect him in that position and give him opportunities. Because like, it that opening because Shubman Gill, in my opinion, will be more effective in the long run than a Mayank Agarwal. As Mayank Agarwal will I I think kind of become a little bit like what Sean Marsh was for Australia where it's like shit like we don't know who to put or where to put him or what to do but like we've got a really good batsman so let's just put him in and yeah there are there are talks about him being the next uh, number five instead of Washington Sundar exactly like the guy can bat because there is an argument that that because he's a very good player of spin and at five you get to play spin so maybe um and so he might just end up being like a utility batsman who is either playing out of the team or is a six bat. Actually, what the hell is Bihari doing? Where Where's he? Anyway, He's that, not going to fit in anyway. That's, that's, that's for the next question. test series. Anyway, yeah, let's move on to wrap this podcast up with uh, the last of New India. Uh, and it's kind of it's kind of a great representation of what this team has been in the last two year, two months. Because he's he's a guy that no one expected to play Test cricket anytime soon. He hasn't played a, a Test uh, a first class match till 2017. He comes in, kills Australia, whoops like Cummins off one leg for six. Then comes here, scores 85 not out, 96 not out, wins India Test match, and he's just chilling in life. Washington Sundar, what do you guys have to say? Just just before we say anything, I have a question to ask, and we can answer this after we're like done with this conversation. What who? Is what is his career going to look like in ten years? Is it going to be Ashwin? Is it going to be Yuval Singh? Is it going to be Raina? Is I it think going it's going to be Steve Smith. Wait, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is it going to be Steve Smith? Is it going to be Joe Root? Like, what are we looking at going forward? Because anyway, let, let's let's address at the end. But let's talk about you know what what we thought of what how he did uh, this this series. I mean, I think we already talked about Washi a bit earlier, right? In the in the podcast when you're talking yeah. about. Uh, if he's our future number five. So I think, I mean, I've said what I, I think he's incredible. I think he has great technique. I think he's a great stick. I mean, and I think he 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 gives us so much advantage with his ability to bowl. Do I think that is his best skill? No. Do I think he's a better batsman? Yes. So in terms of the question you asked, I think I think he's more Steve Smith than even Yuvraj Singh because he's, he started off more as a spinner than, a, I mean, at least in the Indian uh, like you know, international contacts, but I think I think like nine is just like way too low for him to bat. He he should bat in the top six eventually. Yeah. So in ten years, I see him in the top six. But I I've said my piece about him. He's fantastic. To be okay. Um, for me, I think I, I'm still not sure yet. Right? I think I don't. Again, I agree. With you. I don't think his bowling is is his better suit. But can that improve? Yeah, hugely. What were do I think that they were kind of grooming him to be the the follow up or the backup to Ashwin uh, in years to come? Yes, I think that was the idea initially, right? Um, are his performances reflecting that? No, 
but is that necessarily going to reflect what happens in the future? No, again, right? So there's so much uncertainty there as to what um, he might end up being. Um, my best guess um, is that his ba- his batting is going to be better than his bowling, uh, especially if he keeps playing test cricket. Um, he need, obviously needs time away from test cricket to improve his bowling, I think. Um, but if he's continuing, if he's going to keep playing test cricket, I think his batting will get better and better and better. And uh, naturally, I think that is his better suit. So maybe that is uh, where he'll end up uh, specializing in more so than his bowling. Yeah, I think, uh, I hope whatever he does, he doesn't end up like Raina and uh, Yuvraj in test matches because there wasn't much of a career over there for either of them. So I think he'll definitely have a better career than both of them. I, I, I actually, I think Raina might be an accurate, like in terms of uh, what he might develop into, I think he might end up being a Raina more than a Steve Smith. I don't think he'll become that good a batsman to become like Steve Smith level, one of the best in the world top-order batsman, kind of like Fab Four. But I think Ryan has an accurate, like, he'll be a very, very solid middle-order batsman in limited overs. And I think he'll have a much better test career than Ryan. Uh, I think in limited overs, actually, he might be a bit lower down in terms of a bowling all-rounder. But I think he needs to develop his bowling. Because if you look at all the, we, we uh, heap all this plays on the Indian team, uh, there is one clear weakness, which is our backup, our, our spin bowling stocks are not great. Like, at least the ones coming through the ranks. After what we have in terms of these three, Plus, um, as an Ashwin Aksar uh, and Jadeja, obviously. And then... And Sundar and Kuldeep Yadav. Sundar is Chahal. not... Sun, Sundar is not a uh, long-format bowler. And right, right. But Ahan, we, I don't think we can be complaining about us not having but depth in spin bowling. Like, I, I really do don't think that's Who do you see as our next off-spinner? Ashwin. As a successor to Ashwin. Proper. I think that's what Sundar is meant to be. Ashwin is still going to play for I six years. I don't think Sundar... I mean, I, I will be more than overjoyed if Sundar develops into that. But I just feel like the Indian team, after seeing what Sundar has done, might just choose to prioritize him and make him into a um, a top order, ba- a really, really solid top order batsman who bowls a little bit, rather than uh, a successor to Ashwin. Right, but Ashwin's not going to stop playing cricket for the next six I years. Know, I know, gonna... but we need to build a successor to Ashwin. Right, that's true. But that, that is what they were trying with Sundar. So maybe that is what he'll become. Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll go towards batting. But there are so many spinners in India who have that potential that I don't think that's really a worry. Right? I mean, Varun Chakravarti can do what he did in, in when Ashwin was really good in uh, limited overs cricket initially. That's what Varun Chakravarti can do, perhaps. Right? Um, there's yeah, a number of other options. Limited we over spinners is not an issue. I'm talking about long format. Like, no, I'm, I know, no. I'm just, you know, like... Sort of melting in India, like the one thing I can guarantee is that we'll find a good spinner every five yeah. years. Anyway, I mean, that's... Ashwin also, I think Ashwin's a legend. Like, and Ashwin is a real, I mean, I don't think it's hard to replicate someone like Ashwin because of the amount of time he dedicates to evolving yeah. his game, right? So yeah. I think it's unfair to be like, can you ever be as good as Ashwin? Because the guy does so much, he puts does so much work into he, his work. So, like, but do I think there'll be, like, a really good spinner who'll come up? Yeah, I can't, can't, like, in five years, for sure. Like, I don't think India is the one team that does not need to worry about its spin bowlers. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so that was a review of the test matches. And, uh, I mean, just some of the key talking points that we felt we needed to talk about. Um, Can I just say one more thing? I just want to say, you know, England, I thought they performed admirably. I think some of their fast bowlers, Anderson was brilliant. Uh, I thought some their fast bowlers really tried. Um, tried. The, they tried. No, they did. I think Dom Best. I think Jack was Leach was good. Yeah, Jack Leach was quite good. I think Dom Best was rubbish. I think what the with 
sort of the management of the players was pretty bad. Uh, oh, and the mixed messaging that went out, particularly about Moin Ali. Uh, no, and I, how I, it, about Moin Ali, not by Moin Ali. Yeah, about Moin Ali, not by Moin Ali, exactly. Um, then also how, you know, that puts Dom Best into a spanner. They tried to bring Sam Curran in. It was just a messy situation. Like, already the, the you know, how they were taking players out and in and out. Uh, that's a bit messy in itself. If people know what they're doing, then obviously that makes sense and like that works for the team. But it's it was uh, there were more variables added to it than needed to be, and I think that threw their entire plans into a spanner. So um, yeah, uh, I think the management uh, has a lot to think about. Uh, I think the players uh, put their best foot out there. I think there's a deeper issue in how uh, the England team is managing their players. Yeah, I think they've got a. There's gonna, we're gonna see whether their whole rotation policy has borne fruit at the end of the year. Uh, but till then, uh, we just have the, the Englishmen are gonna have to accept it and uh, let's see where it gets them. But I think if you had told them three one at the beginning, they probably would have taken it as like I don't. I think that was what they expected as well. I don't think they like most people in England expected to win the Test series in India because it's one of the toughest things to do. No one has won one here since 2012. But anyway, that was the Test series. That was some of our views and. Uh, We'll catch you guys for probably the T20 preview next uh, because there's some big names coming in there. Rishabh Pant again. Uh, Rahul Tewatia, the king. We'll get to all of that in um, a couple of days. So see you guys. Uh, like, share, comment, subscribe and see you soon. Could we stop? <laughs>